Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney. 105.7 Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Idiot Haiti 1057 The Fan. Hope you had a great three day weekend. If you were fortunate enough to celebrate one of those, like we did on our program, Bob Haiti, Vince Rado, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass, whip around coming up, 11 15. Sports events over the weekend, and we'll pay a little tribute to Lefty. And then we're going to do a full on tribute to Lefty with Ernie Graham coming up at 12 30. Ravens made some decisions yesterday. And here to talk about that and more from USA Today, it's the Ravens Wired joining us on the WGK Law guest hotline as he does every Tuesday. He is Kevin Allstriker. Kevin, good morning. What is up? Good morning, guys. Yeah, we're starting to get into the point of the offseason where there, there are those decision days and we got the franchise tag window opening today. And yesterday was a contract deadline and uh, the Ravens signed some guys and they didn't sign some other guys. So the surprise level, well, they kept Nelson Aguilar, extended him for a year, but, you know, you lose Kevin Zeitler, Gus Edwards looks like he's moving on, Geno Stone, seven picks, and then Rocky Sin, who had a, a so-so year in Baltimore the one year it looks like he will be here. So if any of the decisions that were made over the last 48 hours, did anything stun you per se? I would have thought they would have gotten a deal done with Kevin Zeitler. I, I think he's been really consistent, really good for the Ravens, but maybe there are some age concerns, injury concerns. Maybe the Ravens just want to get younger on the offensive line. Now, the fact that these guys didn't sign extensions doesn't mean that they can't come back. There's there's still the option that they can re-sign. The, the only thing is that that dead money is going to be there regardless of if they sign a contract or not. So if Zeitler re-signs with them, It'll be the cap hit from his new contract, plus that, I think for him, it's $4.3 million in dead money on the 2024 cap. So Ravens have options if, if Zeitler leaves. I mean, seems like Ben Cleveland is the, the top internal option if you're looking at right guard to maybe replace. But I know that there can be some concerns with the athleticism there in, in some ways. But then you have a really deep offensive line class this year in terms of the draft, maybe assign somebody. So really the only sure thing on the offensive line this year coming up is Tyler Linderbaum in the middle there because we don't know about John Simpson or Ronnie Stanley, Morgan Moses, what's going to happen with those three, plus Zeitler. The Rocky Essien thing wasn't a surprise to me. Geno Stone, of course, he wants to test for agency, wouldn't have expected an extension there. And Gus Edwards, I don't think it was shocking. I mean, I thought that that was a possibility, but 
I think the Ravens are going to have to make some changes in that running back room anyway. So I think, to me, Zeitler was the one where I thought something was going to get done, and it ultimately didn't. You know who I would like them to to get signed is Darby. I, I really liked how Darby finished the year, and I thought he played well for them. Yeah, I agree with you. And he honestly, in a couple of different metrics, he was one of the best corners in the league, like top five. And he st- the Ravens had so many injuries, not in terms of like season-ending ones, but guys who had to miss a month. And Marlon Humphrey was a guy who missed a couple of stints. And Darby stepped up. It was Stevens and Darby. And I think you can get Darby back. I don't think it's going to be for the same you know, veteran minimum contract he got him for last year. But I think you can sign him for relatively cheap. And he's a depth piece for you, but he's a guy that you can rely on to step up in those moments. And that's what made him so valuable. So for him and, and Arthur Millette, those are the two big corner for agents this year. I think out of those two, I, I definitely prefer Darby to Millette. But he's he's a guy that I, I didn't expect to come in and have the impact that he did, but he was awesome for him. Yeah, and he was coming off of the knee, and he's even going to be better right. next year. It's it just going to be hard, I think, just because there's so many Ravens coaches now out there that know – I mean, his secondary coach, his coordinator, the D-line coach, the personnel director. You know, so they all they all know what Darby can add. Yeah, and, and that's going to be some of the some of the things we got to look out for this offseason in terms of free agency because with all these players – a lot of a lot of coaches left. I mean, Keith Williams left last night for for New Orleans. So in terms of a guy like I don't know if Odell has you know goes to New Orleans or something like that. But in terms of of coaches, I know there have been rumblings about oh could Patrick Queen go and follow Mike McDonald or you know on the defensive line with a uh, with a guy like Matabike who I don't think the Rams going to let walk out the door. But regardless, you know with Anthony Weaver over there in Miami now, what's going to happen there? So there will be probably some players. That, that go and follow their coaches. Darby could be one Millette. Also, also maybe he goes to Tennessee with uh, Denard Wilson over there. So the the coaches, have, it's been a big carousel for them. It, it happens with the Ravens every single season, but it feels like this is it's just to a bigger scale this year. And I think it's honestly amplified by the fact that they didn't get the job done and they lost in the Asian Championship game. If they had won and guys started to leave like this, I think people would have said, okay, you know what, that's you know, it's the price of winning, and of course this is going to happen. But the Ravens, even though the season ended in such disappointment, they were the best regular season team in the league this year with a lot of great guys and a lot of great things, and we're starting to see that even on the coaching staff and guys leaving. Now with uh, the Keith Williams situation, how's that going to affect the Ravens in your mind? I think in terms of just how Williams was somebody that obviously came in, he was the personal wide receiver coach for guys like Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. And I think some people thought his methods were almost unconventional in terms of like the rugby balls and and, and how they, he had those guys training. But I think that he, in terms of developing guys, I think he had a big role to play in the development of Zay Flowers. Same thing with Greg Lewis, who of course is the wide receiver coach over there. A guy like Aguilar who couldn't catch before. Right. And that was one of the most shocking revelations to me. Not, you know, the fact that he came in here and, you know, you're expecting maybe wide receiver four or five production and not much of an impact. And Aguilar comes in there and honestly, to me, might have been the most underrated signing the Ravens had all offseason. So I'm really glad they got him back. So for a guy like Williams, I think that it is a loss for the Ravens. You still have Greg Lewis there, but I think that Williams introduced some new methods and some, and some new points of view, as every coach does. But he, he kind of took the, the unconventional route getting to the Ravens in terms of being that personal coach. And honestly, you could say the same thing with Chuck Smith, who they brought in as mm-hmm. the 
the outside linebackers guy with him being the coach that he was and obviously the player he was and now coming into Baltimore. So they'll, they'll find another guy, but I, th- I think Williams, he had an impact and it is a loss for him. Now, Kevin, what I've been talking about this morning was, um, you know, instead of, you know, a, like a T Higgins, a Mike Evans, that's going to cost you 20 million a year. Go get a Saquon Barkley or somebody like that, you know, that you're going to get for $9 million or, you know, less than half of what you'd have to pay a receiver because you'd have Aguilar, Flowers, Bateman, you got two tight ends, and then you go get, you know, the best running back out there. And I don't think you need to necessarily over overspend on wide receiver if, that, if that's the word you want to use there. And for running back, I think that, there's, again, it's, it's Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Dalvin Cook. All those guys are for agents. Keaton Mitchell, with his injury, is probably not going to be back healthy to start the season. So your only guy right now that's under contract and is healthy is Justice Hill, who was great, but you need, you need more than that. So the running back class is actually really deep this year in free agency. I just think the position is so devalued that people aren't necessarily talking about it as much. as Derrick Henry at Saquon, as you mentioned, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, and so some different points in, in careers for some of those guys. I don't know how expensive Saquon is going to be. I don't know how expensive Josh Jacobs is going to be. I know with Derrick Henry, the concern is, is miles on him. I mean, he has 2,000 carries plus in his career. So what, what's the injury situation going to look like with him? I, I love a guy like Saquon or Josh Jacobs in there. I, Baltimore has avenues to create cap space. We're going to see what ends up happening with uh, – with Stanley and guys like Tyus Bowser, who I think right now is probably not coming back and others, but you bring in a, a Derek Henry, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eck of the type. And then there are some other wide receivers on the market that, you know, won't cost you that 20 plus million as you talked about. They can still come because I think, you know, if everything works, Zay Flowers is, is your one. I think that yep. he can be number one material. So how do you fill out the room around him? You have four guys right now. You mentioned Bateman, Aguilar, and then Tylen Wallace, who can be, you know, five or a six for you. You bring in one veteran, you draft a guy, and I think you're set. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today. Uh, USA Today, the Ravens Wire. We're less than a month away, Kevin, from free agency here. So what's happening on the Ravens Wire on this Turn Up Tuesday? Yeah, a lot of free agency previews, positional needs for the Ravens. It's exciting. We're, we're getting into the uh, the fun time of the offseason in terms of who, who could stay, who could go. We're talking about the Ravens' other free agents as well in terms of who they could even use the franchise tag on. So a lot going on. Kevin, appreciate your time as always. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll catch up next Tuesday. Always appreciate Thanks, you guys. Kevin. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your week. There he is, Kevin Allstrike, everybody. It's Vinny at Haney, 1057, the fan, the whip around what happened in the world of sports over the weekend. And historically on this date, February 20th, you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. We'll take your phone calls, talk about the Orioles, talk about Lefty Drizel passed away on Saturday, and the Ravens moves yesterday. And what could happen with that franchise tag? It's just a matter of BK, right? Yes, no doubt. But if they sign him, do they tag anybody? Ooh, there's another question we can get into. And a fun house trip. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On the ground. Diddy and Hades with Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Time for the whip around video at 81057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. We'll talk more about this particular subject that I'm about to talk about. NFL lunch coming up at noon. But uh, Josh Bynes, former Raven, part of the 2012 Super Bowl team, won a national championship at Auburn back in 2011, along with... uh, uh, Cam Newton and that great team that went undefeated. But he will now, according to Aaron Wilson, after interviewing for the Ravens and Char- for the Ravens and Chargers for their, I, I'm just reading here, everybody, for their LB coach positions, Josh Bynes accepts an assistant linebackers coach position with the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks per league source. I'm trying to read anyway. Bynes was coached by Mike McDonald for one year with the Ravens. And Josh Bynes, when we used to have the good old player shows here on 105.7 The Fan, I did like 10 shows with him. Really nice guy. Undrafted out of college. Got himself a national championship ring and a Super yeah. Bowl ring. I, I think that's that's a great hire for Mike McDonald. I mean, you know, he's got a former player, which a lot of the guys like. And... Bob, if they go get Patrick Queen, you got a guy that uh, you know knows him extremely well. The thing I think would have made it difficult for the Ravens to hire him, you got an, a defensive coordinator that's never called a defense before. And then to have another guy. Rookie coach. Yeah. I just think they need more experience. And by the way, Bynes was with the Ravens when Mike McDonald was the inside linebacker yeah. coach too. So. They have a relationship there. Anyway, some things that happened over the weekend in the world of sports. How about on the ice? Uh, Now, something happened last night between Minnesota and Vancouver that hasn't happened in an NHL game since 1992. Let's just say uh, things got a little wild. (laughs) Suddenly, the wild are flying. Boldy. Splits the defense. Boldy circles the wraparound. Kaprizov scores! Six goals in five minutes and 12 seconds. It's 8-5 
That's Bally Sports on the call. Kaprizov, thank you, announcer, by the way. One of three players, Vinny, to have a hat trick last night in yeah, that 10-7 Minnesota win. And, 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 Bob, Minnesota scored seven goals in the third period, which is crazy. How many times do you think Vancouver switched goalies? <laughs> I mean, that's insane. But uh, 31 years, first time, three hat tricks yeah. in a single game. That, that's that's. You know what? If you're a fan, you probably enjoyed the heck out of that. I mean, there's a lot of scoring and excitement and a lot in the third period. So uh, I'll bet you it was a uh, kind of – and the, the players after, they're probably like, Jesus, that was unbelievable. So Minnesota gets the win tonight. The Caps, they're back on the ice as they host New Jersey as we're in the – you know, we're late February now. Thing, what do they say? Things are getting late quickly here for Bob, Washington. the outdoor games over the weekend, you know, like it was pretty cool because Philly – Uh, I think you watched. I watched both of them. Yeah. Philly comes out in Rocky Balboa attire. And the Devils, they come out with um, Sopranos stuff. You know, so that was was pretty cool. Because, like, Tommy DeVito, Barkley, they were all Quinn Williams of a CJ Moe. They're all, like, talking it up. Giants Jets kind of thing. Both games were at uh, MetLife Stadium. Yeah. They were in in Jersey. So, yeah. that That was cool. But... Bob and I, I texted you. I don't like watching outdoor. I mean, there was like eighty some thousand people. I just don't like watching outdoor hockey. To me, it's kind of hard to follow. But the Caps getting back to them. Caps. What's the chances here? They're on the outside looking in in a big way. Yeah, I mean, they got fifty six points, Bob. I mean, Pittsburgh's got fifty five. You know, the Islanders have fifty eight. But I mean, the they're they're. It's a long, long shot just because they can't score enough goals. That's the problem. I mean, Bob, they're, Detroit's in it right now. The last wild card spot was 64, and the Caps sit at 56. I think it's going to be really difficult for them. Unless they, you know, pull something like the Terps got to do is go win like seven games. Remember when we said, yeah, they need to go 7-2 and two and they're going to no, That was you. Jeff Irvin said that. <laughs> yeah. well, they've already lost three since then. Uh, William Byron wins the Daytona 500 yesterday, which was delayed because weather from Sunday. So congratulations to him. I believe he won under the caution flag, Yes, he too. did. I don't even yep. think he knew he won the race. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. It's the whip around here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. College hoops tonight. Maryland at Wisconsin. 9 o'clock tip. Maryland 14 and 12, 6 and 9 in the Big Ten right now, sitting at number 11 in the conference. They've lost three of their last four, seven and a half point dogs. Wisconsin 17 and 9, 9 and 6 in the Big Ten, but they've lost five of six, including a heartbreaker out of Iowa on Saturday. Jeremy Kahn from the Big Bad Morning Show thinks it's going to be puffy pants all day, Badgers, or all night. That's a That's a tough place to go play. You know, and I'm I'm sure it'll be rocking in there tonight. I think that's a tough one for the Terps. Yeah, I think the Terps are teetering and teetering in a big way. Top 25 last night in the men. Number two, Houston, 73-65 over number six, Iowa State, as the Cougars continue to dominate at home. Locally, it was Delaware State, 80-58 to over Morgan, and it was UMES, 75-67 over Coppin State. This day in sports history, it's February the 20th, 1976 at Roberto Clemente Coliseum in San Juan. Muhammad Ali 
defended the heavyweight belt with a fifth-round knockout over Jean-Pierre Coupman. Lion of the Flanders. Let's just say his roar went away with a right hand in the corner. CBS was on the call, national TV. Pat Summerall and Tom Brookshire did the blow-by-blow. Blow. Yeah. Usually they're, they were the number one football team. Yes, they were. NBC? They, they were uh, CBS. They were calling the fights there. Maryland history 50 years ago today as we talk about Lefty Grizzell. Fifth weight Maryland at Cole Fieldhouse, 98-72 over at Duquesne. John Lucas, 27 points. Lenny Elmore had 17 boards, 1980. Cole Fieldhouse, ninth-ranked Maryland, beat Wake Forest, 83-77. Albert King, who would be the ACC Player of the Year, had 32. Buck Williams, 22-12 and 12 as Maryland wins the ACC regular season championship. And on this day in 1986, one of Lefty's signature wins took place at the Dean Dome. Not the Dean Smith Center. Bias from outside, and he got it. Lynn Bias with 29. Oh, my. And he made the steal in a jam. What a play by Bias. Holy cow. Reverse jam. On Warren Martin at that, Len Bias hit that 15, 20-footer, then went in and stole the inbounds pass, and then did a reverse dunk as he scored 35. That was Mike Patrick and uh, Dan Bonner on the call as Maryland beat number one North Carolina 77-72 in overtime. Derek Lewis had 10 points, 10 boards. Jeff Baxter hit a jumper that actually sent the game into overtime late as Maryland gets that the first loss ever. For Carolina at the Dean Dome, which, in all fairness, had just opened that year, but <laughs> nonetheless, I did Somebody not. Somebody has to. I did not see that game. Of huh. all the Maryland games I've seen, me and my friend Bobby Stahl had a date with these two East Baltimore Highland Town Upper Fells Point finest. We were we went to the movies to see Delta Force at the Patterson, hey. and the girls never showed up. No way. So me and him just sat there like two a holes <laughs> watching Delta Force. <laughs> With Chuck Norris and uh, Lee Marvin. Yeah. And then we went back to the Butcher's Hill Tavern on Lombard and Chester Street because Bobby lived on Chester Street. And we sat at the bar. And like, hey, he won the Maryland game. And the bartender's name is Old Man Bar. He, Smitty, Whitey, like one of those kind of guys. Ah, Maryland won. Oh, no, no, no crap. But anyway, didn't see the game. Have it on a DVD with commercials and everything. But the Terps, 1986, beat Carolina behind the late, great Len Bias. We'll come back, take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. And then it's a fun house trip with Nolan McGraw, Mr. Electricity, making your hair raise coming up in about 10. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Different sports, different teams, different opinions. There's one place to talk about them, and it's on 105.7 The Fan. Don't go anywhere, f***ing else. 
Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. We're cracking it up loud. Pick a song. We'll play it. Send your request. Plaza for tax line at 410-583-1057. Got news from the Nest coming up top of the hour. Talk about not if, well, they're free agents, so it's technically losses. Kevin Seitler, Rock is sin, Gus Edwards, and Geno Stone. Yeah. They did lose Keith Williams yeah. to the New Orleans Saints, and Josh Bynes wasn't a coach on the team, did interview for the linebacker job, but he will now go out, go out to Seattle to be an assistant linebacker coach for Mike McDonald out there. Terps tonight taking on Wisconsin there. In Madison, 9 o'clock tip, you can hear it on the fan. Maryland, they really got to start putting some stuff together here. There's still like a half game out of the eighth and ninth seed because everything in the middle kind of jumbled up. Wisconsin's lost five of six, so they need to start stabilizing themselves a little bit. Maryland's lost three of four, including uh, this past weekend, Saturday, against Illinois. Close game. But a loss nonetheless. Orioles, full squad workout today. Exhibition opener is coming up on Saturday against the Boston Red Sox. And all sorts of other crazy things happening in the world of sports. Let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057. Lefty Drizel passed away. If you're old enough to remember the old left-hander coach in the Terps, feel free to get in and share your lefty stories. Let's go get Ray in Baltimore. Ray, thanks for holding what's happening. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing, what up, man? Happy state of y'all. Oh, not much, man. Hey, first off, you know, you talk about the popularity of teams that are in L.A. Um, gang, you can't forget about the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders are probably, you know, they're probably tied with the Rams when it comes to the popularity of pro football teams in L.A. And obviously, they don't play in L.A. no more. But they're still heavily, heavily popular. Um, you know, that's why, you know, when you read the tea leaves back years back, when the Chargers was consider, uh, was moved from San Diego, it was, I mean, Vinny remember this is argument that the Raiders should move into that, inside that uh, stadium as well, but they wound up making the right decision, you know, and, you know, developing their own territory. But you can't forget about the Raiders, man. The Raiders have incredible popularity in L.A., um, even right now. But um, having said all that, as far as the O's, real quick, um, you know, I hear fans call in and say they need a bat, they need a bat, they need a bat. They have two top five picks on their team that they have to find out what they have in it. I love Heston Kirstad's bat speed. I love his I love his approach. That's your power bat right there. He is highly underrated. I don't know what a lot of these fans be looking at, but I get it. These are the same fans that called in 15, 16 years ago that wanted Bart Scott to replace Ray Lewis. I mean, I remember fans calling in some of the same callers, older callers, that wanted Edge Hartwell to replace Ray Lord. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so I I, remember I, that I can't play I can't pay these fans any mind they're calling because they're emotional. And that's one of the reasons why I got off that sports talk radio narcotic. Because, you know what I mean, like you, you get caught up in these fans. I mean, another fan should be threatening you know what I mean, Rashawn, and, and telling them to, oh, keep Lamar's name on his mouth. It's, it's, it's an opinion, fellas. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's why at the end of the day, man, I, I have no issue with Q, man. And, and I love when Q call him, man, because he draw the ratings. I mean, get people fired up. But that's that brother's opinion, man. Let people have their opinion. But I'm going to end my call by saying this. Um, what I want to know from you, Bob, is um, Colton Towson. Yeah. You know, people are talking about, you know, hey, they need to go out here and add a bat, like I said earlier when Heston Kirst said. You have a plethora of options. But Colton, but Colton Kowser and Heston Kirst said, 
there are the bats that's going to be making them making a way in, making an impact. And look out for Cade Povich. We don't need to add any pitching. The Orioles have depth. And, you know, my brother gets on me all the time because I'm such an Orioles homer. But I believe in Michael Lawrence in the system. Y'all know my beef with, with Brandon Hyde, but we're not going to talk about that today. But I believe in Michael Lawrence, man. So we should thoughts on that, fellas. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. There's Ray. A lot to talk about there, for yep. sure. Uh, look, Colton Kowser is one of the top prospects in baseball, and he's more athletic and a better outfielder than Heston Kerstad. Heston Kerstad has that transcendent sort of power. So does Kobe Mayo, by the way. But is there enough room at the end for all of these guys? That's the question. And who gets sacrificed? Kowser, when we saw him in Baltimore last year, did not play well. Offensively, yep. he really struggled with the bat, went back to AAA and just raked, hit a grand slam in the championship game as Norfolk won the AAA title. But, yeah, he is still highly regarded within the system. But it was Kerstad who was on the playoff roster. Yeah. So does he get the advantage right now coming out of spring training or as they're there at this point in time? But let's not dismiss him, and we'll talk about this with Rocco Let's not forget Kyle Stowers either, who was that guy, maybe not as highly regarded, but he was mentioned as a top Orioles prospect just two years ago. And Kyle Stower has got tremendous power himself. So they have a wealth of talented young outfielders, which makes you think, you know, you can't keep them all. You're certainly not going to be able to pay them all. Why not strike while the iron's hot if you're looking to upgrade, assuming that's what Mike Elias is looking to do. And, you know, Anthony Santander, why are we dogging him? He's one. Of, he's been their most reliable run producer yeah. for a couple of years. There are other players that hit these peaks and valleys more than Santander does who could play the outfield. He could play first base. He's always been the let's trade him. He's a tradable commodity kind of guy. And all he does is go out and produce for you in regards to, you know, callers getting on each other. Well, that's – look. It's just opinion. This isn't rocket science. I, people like to think that it is. It's not sports. It's right. the toy story of life. It is not rocket science. Everybody has an opinion just like everybody else. Some are more educated than others, but it's an opinion nonetheless. But then again, you call in, you state your opinion just like we do, and then you open yourself for criticism just like hosts do. But, you know, that's the way things roll, I guess. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fed. And we love you all. Well, most of you. But we love you, Andre. We love you, Rashawn. We love you all. Here on Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fed. Word, word, word sucks. sucks. They don't. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Some Zeppelin for you. Anything you want to hear loud, we'll play it. Send your request. Plot Sports Text Line. Nolan is waiting. News from the Nest coming up top of the hour. We're going to hear from Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh. Stay tuned for that. Buy or sell. Let's count the early week money, hopefully at 12.15. Ernie Graham, Baltimore legend, former Terp. He'll be joining us to talk about Lefty Drizel, who passed away on Saturday at the age of 92. Got NFL lunch around 12.45. Keith Law, the athletic. Talk about the top prospects, Major League Baseball, his list 
2024. We know Jackson Holiday's on it, but what about Colton Kalzer and Kyle Stowers? And are they still resonating? Stowers in particular, because we kind of forgot about him. Injury plague 2023. Rockabaco joins us live from Florida from MassInSports.com. Talk Orioles on the first day of full squad workouts. That's coming up at 1.30. Terps tonight taking on Wisconsin. You're going to hear that game on the fan. Let's bring in Nolan. Quick draw. How you feeling? How was your three-day weekend? It was great. Eventful. Did a little hiking yesterday. Uh, Marshy Point State Park or Nature Center. Where is she from? Ha, ha, ha. Was it cold? Uh, uh, no, the Point. sun was out. It wasn't that From bad. Essex. Marshy. I'm guessing. And it was marshy. It was it was muddy. It was wet. I'm guessing Julie went. Uh, yeah, it was her idea. Most of the stuff this weekend was her idea. So, Well, I'd, tell our listeners who Julie is. Julie's my girlfriend. There you go. Dragged me to uh, that new Mean Girls movie on Saturday. Again, surprised I didn't fall asleep while watching that. What's it about? About Mean Girls in high school. It's uh. a remake of early 2000s 90s movie so it, i don't think it's old enough to be remaking it I mean, well just that's me that's the movie industry now Did you have stuff from, does uh, anyone have an original idea in hollywood anymore this was a musical though it was a musical Ugh. redux so oh even God. worse oh well, I, that would have she uh you had to get major points for that Norm. she enjoyed it she enjoyed it right so all that matters i snuck my candy bars in and oh no you got it they have the best <laughs> movie theaters best popcorn I would have been more of a flask man myself. <laughs> that probably would have helped a lot. <laughs> Sneaking that in to watch that sort of thing. But, hey, as long as she enjoyed it, you had fun with Marshy Point or whoever you were hanging with right. yesterday, that's all that matters. But uh, any sports activity? What did you think of that All-Star game nonsense? Oh, that was on. It was on and muted in the background. But uh, every time I looked up, it was – I mean, guys were scoring, obviously, over 200 points. But – it's nothing impressive. Zero effort. The commissioner you know. of the league came out and said, Adam Silver, we need to improve this. Yeah. And if he's saying we need to improve it, that means the people who are spending money to advertise during that game are going, your product's starting to suck, and we're not getting a return on our investments. What it's be All-Star Weekend's basically become a little party for the All-Stars, and they're yeah. sick of fans. The fans of basketball, they don't give a crap about that. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched an all-star game since Vince Carter won the slam dunk contest, and that was 2000. The NHL was similar to that one when it was five-on-five. I mean, it was a total joke. Man, even the baseball star game is still the best, Yes, but that's not what it used to be. Nope. Well, at least it actually resembles the real game. Sure. There's no way to half-ass it, I don't think. No. I mean, I don't like the stupid uniforms they wear, and quite frankly, I don't care about players being mic'd up, but it is still resembles Major League Baseball. Whereas the NBA, the NHL, and, pro, and football's already tapped out. I mean, the Pro Bowl's just a fest. I'd rather watch what the Pro Bowl is now yeah. than what it was at the end when it was just not even seven on seven. I think the NHL's three on three. It's what they do, they're yeah, the goalies are sitting ducks in those. <laughs> you know what I mean? They and I saw a stat that in the nineteen ninety three NBA All Star game. There were like 50 fouls. Might have been more than that. Called Sunday's three. No way. Three fouls. They only try. It's just good. Right. If you're not going to play defense, at least do like some cool like globetrotter stuff. Like plan out, okay, I'm going to throw you the alley-oop here. Like try to do like dunk contest stuff in the game. 
like in live game action. If they don't care about the game, then why should the audience? Exactly. Just turn it into like a weekend-long spectacle of ex- exhibitions. And, mm-hmm. and I understand they don't want to get hurt. But what Kobe said famously before he passed away, we get we get more compete in a pickup game at UCLA <laughs> than we do in the All-Star game now. Like when Kobe first came in the league, Michael Jordan was trying to bust your ass even then because that's kind of how he rolled. But now the NBA All-Star game is literally, to me, I can't speak for everybody out no. there, unwatchable. Yeah, I don't even it's watch unwatchable. it. It's unwatchable. And they just seems like they're fighting over who gets to be MVP. And I still watch the NBA, but I don't watch that. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. It's video eighty. Yes, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like Norm said, the best thing of the whole weekend was the Steph Curry versus the girl in the three on three shootout. Oh yeah, what uh, Ionescu? I thought it, I, originally when they had it, I thought it was Caitlin Clark, but it was a well, girl kind of looked like year, her. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it could make it a an ongoing thing. Why not? I didn't watch that either. Well, I, I saw yeah. it on ESPN. That's there the only reason I saw it's it. It's INSQ, right? <laughs> Isn't that her name? Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. not good with the, the words. Names. <laughs> and they to say, well, I thought it was Caitlin Clark. I did. <laughs> All those white girls look the same. Funhouse. Quick draws. Funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First one here from Chris says, I would be doing cartwheels if the Ravens were to pick up Saquon Barkley. Can you imagine the complications a Jackson Barkley zone read backfield would create for a defense? I, I'm. The more I thought about it this weekend, just because. Like, all these receivers want so much money that, you know, all right, if I can't do that, what's what's the next best thing? I can go get a great running back for a lot less money because people don't pay him anymore. Another one here, uh, Lefty Memory. This one from Jack and Perry Hall says, I'll never forget Lefty being asked what he thought when they added a third ref to the mix in college basketball, said it was a terrible idea. Because it's hard enough to beat Dean Smith when it's seven on five. Now they're going to make it eight on five. And he wasn't wrong about that. I mean, Lefty and Dean Smith had a big, big old rivalry. And Ernie will talk about that. I mean, Lefty gets you so fired up before them Carolina games. They'd rather, they would break down the wall to get to the court. But Kenny Denard, Dookie, friend of the show, he, uh, you know, he put out on social media before the 1980 season. Lefty goes, I'm not stupid. I just talk stupid. <laughs> the left-hander. Maybe Rick Patino should listen to that. Yeah. Oh, he was talking stupid oh, big time. Uh, another one here. We'll end with this. Texter says, you can't bank on Zay Flowers being back at this point. Obviously, the situation has to be resolved legally, but who knows how long that could take. Ravens have to have a plan B in place so they aren't left picking from scraps. Yeah, I... They probably don't know that much right now, anyhow, what, what's going on. But if if she doesn't file charges, I don't think anything ha- – I don't even know if he can get suspended then no, by the NFL. The, the, what, the league Rothes, operates with the Ben Roethlisberger rules. ever charged with a crime? There were a couple of allegations right. and he got suspended. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Sheriff Goodell, you go from getting hugged on draft day to getting suspended. Uh, it's video at 81.05, said the fan. And again, with Zay Flowers, let due process take its course and you know, things get resolved eventually. But to the texter's point, if Zay is feeling the heat from law enforcement and eventually from the NFL, 
that's a major need for them now on the field because, you know, circles back to the business aspect of what you have to do as a football team. Well, and, and the thing is, like, for Zay mentally, where's he at men- mentally? You know, how can you get zeroed in on all your stuff you need to do in the offseason when you've got the other stuff you're trying to deal with? News from the Nets coming up next. Got buy or sell around 12-15. Ernie Graham, we talk lefty with Baltimore legend Ernie Graham here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.